Kara's back. We are back, guys, one after the other. Um, have a special guest coming on that's going to give us some inside information on her season. I think you guys are going to be excited. There we go. There you are. Okay, so we're just waiting on Dee Dee and Rachel to come in. Yeah, she has been waiting to be able to say her her piece on Paul. I told her, I said, well, George would love to have you on anytime. So her and I were playing 20 questions live on 20 rapid fire questions or would you rather on Instagram live for like 20 minutes before we started podcasting. I told oh, her, when, yeah, I told her when George comes on, I, when George texts me, I got to go. And she said, okay. So we got off and then she came in and she's like, let me in. <laughs> Oh, of course. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I love yeah. um her and John and I've been following their story and I know it's been so long and I know that they've been waiting. I think they're they've waited the longest from yeah. everyone they're in the ninety day six universe. Years. They've waited six years, but they're gonna find out in seventy days or less now, finally. They finally have a time. I can't imagine how it's taken so long because we've watched the show. And there's been so many people who have gotten here so fast. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I, I, I don't understand the process that they're going through because they have a child together. So it's yeah. like, why is it taking so long? It's not just two people that like each other. There's a child, you yeah. know? Yeah. She had to write some hardship letters and stuff like that, get it sent in. And she kind of finally got a um, more or less a, we'll have an answer for you within this timeline. So that's the most positive they've had so far. So it's coming. Good. Um, that's good. Hopefully he'll be here within the next couple of months. That'll be huge. I hope that they will film that when he gets here. That would be amazing. Even if it's just for 90 Day Diaries. She, we would love to see it. But I mean, she wants to because so many people are invested in, in their journey. She wants to do that. But she doesn't want to do any kind of spinoffs or anything like that. Which, I mean, you can't help but respect. She said, you know, there's so much trash now that she's just like, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. She said, but even if she could just do it for 90 Day Diaries, because I think that self-shot, yeah. at least she would be in charge yeah. of what content she's letting people see. Because yeah, exactly. I know she's been very, um, she's been very, um, what's the word? Reserved. Reserved, right. Yeah. She doesn't really share a lot of information, which I think is good. Yeah. You know, I think that you should have your personal life. Everyone should know everything going on in your life. Yeah. I think that in, in 90 Day Diaries world, you get to decide what you're filming, where you're going, what you're doing. I think that would be yeah. best. So when yeah. he gets here, she could film the arrival and him coming home to their home together for the first time. I think that's important. Yeah. But everything else, yeah, you know, that's nobody's business. Everybody should basically mind their business, you know? Uh -huh a big wedding when they get here and we're all going to have just a huge party and it's going to be a huge welcome home when he finally does get here. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so I hear I have another party to go to, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> I will be there because yeah. I have been, I have been, I, they were one of my favorite couples on yeah. 90 Day Fiance. They were one of my favorite couples and my heart just like really, you know, I felt so sorry for them because you know, everybody has a past. Yeah. 
you know, everybody has a past. And, you know, if um, certain ones, you know, other ones were able to come over here, no questions asked, why wasn't he able to come over here? Yeah. And his crime, I mean, that his crime is so minor. I mean, literally minor in America. What happened? The whole real story out of his mouth. This is not third party information. This is information I got directly from him was that someone flipped up his girlfriend's skirt and he punched her, punched the guy in the face. Plain and simple. That's it. It was a bar fight. Well, well if Andre was able to come over here with the past he has, oh, John would have been able to come over here. <laughs> Hi. 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 How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm heated. <laughs> Someone mentioned the word Paul and I was like, Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, you've had like personal, hi, you've had like personal interactions with him and I'm sorry for that. I know a lot of people. Yeah, me they, too. Yeah. They don't want to have any type of interactions with him. So I definitely yeah. want to get like some info on that because there's always a story about him in the news and in the blogs. Yeah. There's always horrible, horrible things that we've heard. But it would be nice to hear something that we know is accurate and true. And so we get in a real idea of who this guy really is. Because we it's have an funny. idea. It's funny because <clears throat> the accusations he made about me, about me were so false that I had to go back and look it up to find out what he said about me. Um, so if you don't mind, I don't know, I don't know if my camera is going to cut out here, but I'd like to just go back to the screenshots that I took yeah, to, right. um, yeah. to say what, what the accusations were that like, if it were true, I, I remember. Oh, she's frozen. Oh, she probably is going to have to rejoin. Cause I think when you go out to like your camera roll, uh, oh. it, she'll probably have to rejoin. So when she gets her, um, when she gets the info, when she comes back, she'll probably be in the chat. Yep. I think she just, oh, no, that's somebody else. I think she's going to have to rejoin. But, yeah, I think it's good that she's able to clear some things up. Yeah. Just speak out and clear your name because it's so unfair the way people can go on the Internet and say false information about people and never have to, there you are, and never have to explain themselves. Yeah, I can hear you talking, and I guess you were correct that when I was trying to speak, you guys couldn't hear me. So... The first accusation was that I was bullying the cast, okay? And now, granted, we aired 2018, so time has come and gone since then. But I have never defended myself since then. Paul has said that I wanted a whole new room because little Lucy was sleeping. And then I said that this room wasn't big enough. Gross. Okay, she was in a stroller and a car seat. A, a closet would have been big enough. Yeah. She was in a car seat. So there was that. And then, if, if you don't mind, I'll just go back to the screenshots. Because, again, these aren't real accusations, so I don't remember. So Got it. Yeah. Can continue on for just a second. Okay. You tell your side, man. That's exactly. Yes, crazy Paul. Yeah, I think. I think it's important. I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, I don't need to um, correct incorrect information, but I think it's important she's to correct incorrect information. Well, and now she's finally getting the opportunity to say her piece. 
Well, who in their right mind anyway would listen to anything that Paul has to say? Who the hell knows? So I also demanded that everyone leave because Lucy was sleeping. I demanded that everyone just go on so my my baby can sleep, which is not true. And then also, um, I think I was missing a shirt that I brought in. And, oh, God. Oh, God. This is, okay. So I brought a shirt that the, the crew approved of, and I couldn't find it. It was on, it was in the green screen room. Lucy, can you throw this away, please? It was in the green, in the, the back room. <clears throat> and I was like, I don't know. I had it. It was a black shirt. I had it. I don't know where it is. And they're like, where was it? I said it was on that chair. And there was a backpack, and it was Paul's. And the producer said, okay, well, let's, let's go through it. They went through Paul's bag, found my shirt. I, I did not say that Paul took my shirt. Why would Paul take my shirt? Does not sound logical. But they found my shirt in Paul's bag. And I'm like, yay. So I put it on. And that was my shirt. They didn't like the shirt. I changed into a different shirt. Whatever. But they went through his bag and found my shirt. That's so great. Paul is saying that I accused him of stealing my shirt. Why would I accuse a grown man of stealing my, my shirt? So first of all, I, I've kicked everybody out of the room because this one needed to sleep. And then I accused the grown man of stealing a woman's shirt. Never happened. What, honey? You're okay. But it it <laughs> was in his bag, but you, I mean, you didn't say, you didn't accuse him, but let's just make it clear it was in his bag. It was in his bag. I didn't know where it was, and there's a moth in my light right now, and it's really freaking me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, the producers said, Why are there moths in here? They didn't say that. Oh! There's a moth. <laughs> I'm having a moment. <laughs> I know. So the producer said, where did you leave it? I said, on that chair. They said, whose bag is that? Someone says, Paul. They're like, okay, well, let's just go through it. Like, granted, if you're, like, getting ready to go on it, this, this was all during the tell-all. We all shared a room, okay? And they're like, all right, well, let's just go through it and see what's in here. They found my shirt. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't say anything. I wasn't, like, you know, like, say, I didn't accuse him of anything. It was just in there. It was what it was. Um, someone said, hey, Paul, Rachel's shirt was in your bag. And Paul, being the sociopath that he is, said, Rachel is kicking everyone out of her room. She accused me of stealing her shirt. He's a, can I cuss here? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's a trucking sociopath. Yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy. He tried to give me legal advice about how to handle mine and John's situation, which was not the same situation as a sociopath to begin with, okay? And, and then accusing me of being a diva, which was what they were saying. Okay, bye. Give me And accusing him of stealing my clothes, which doesn't make any sense. 
doesn't make any sense. We were the only non-dramatic couple on that season. And so why not make us the villain? Do you know what I mean? Like, why not make us impure, in a sense? It was just so odd. Um, He told me, he was sitting behind me on the tell-all, and he, he said he's crinkling something in his pocket. And I don't know if you remember his season that he had his... Lucy, I'm on a call. He had um, his mom give him, like, a lock of hair Mm -hmm. during the season. Do you remember? So during the tell-all, and I've never said this to anyone except for John. During the tell-all, he's crinkling paper in his pocket. And he goes, Rachel. And he leans forward and he goes... I have a lock of my mom's hair in case anybody asks me. And I was like, good for you, weirdo. Um, weird. And sorry, I'm trying to kill the moth and talk to you and keep my kids safe at the same time. So <laughs> you're doing, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Where's my cats when I need them. Right. Yeah. So anyway, and then he tells me, of course I didn't say anything. Because I'm a loyal person. You're going to tell me some crazy stuff, I'll, I'll take that to my grave. Unless you give me a reason not to. Hence, tonight. Okay? <laughs> so, one thing I have never said to anyone is that when him and I became friends, he told me that he has um, a dead carcass of an unborn child in his freezer. What? Yeah. Say that again? A dead carcass of an unborn child in his freezer. Now, don't tell anyone, Rachel. And I know exactly why he told me not to tell anyone, because if I did, then he would know it came from me. So here I am, knowing that's a blatant lie, knowing he's a freaking crazy person google him he's crazy mm-hmm. he's got like arson charges yeah. you know is stalking rape against Karini, poor dear you know and all this stuff against him like come at me paul i got guns here i'm not afraid yeah. you know like he's 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 crazy yeah. and i never said a word until tonight you're the first three who have ever heard this that he told me he had a, a frozen like embryo or a frozen like something of a of a baby form in his freezer i knew it was a lie but he was waiting for me to tell somebody because then he could say rachel's talking shit it's been Mm. what 2018 five years and i'm finally now saying it okay paul crazy asshole he's a crazy asshole He's crazy. He's fucking yeah. crazy. I hate that man. Yes. I hate him. Now he's telling me that I'm kicking people out of the green. That, that never happened. Angela's daughter was on the phone. F you. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. While my toddler is trying to sleep. And I'm like. Yeah. Like common sense would say, keep it down. Keep yeah. It down. And then, no, that didn't happen, so I left. I I willingly left the room and went somewhere else by myself. Did I ask 
for a separate green room? No, that never happened ever. I'm not a diva. I put up with the antics. I put up with the yelling. I put up with all the talk about me for five years. And here I am finally sitting my piece. Paul's a sociopath. Yeah. Yes. Try to burn my house down. I got alarms. It's fine. And moths. And moths. I have moths. They're like fire. One we were, were having a, a meeting, several of us in a group, and I voiced my opinion felt about Paul. And John says, John kind of disappears for a minute, and then he comes back and he says, Kara, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, oh, what's that? And he brought Paul in unexpectedly. And I That's got gross. all the fun things I wanted to say to him. And it was wonderful. And then Paul, but I didn't know all the horrible things he had done to Rachel at that point, or I would have thrown that in. So wait, did he respond to anything or did he just leave? To me? Yeah. Oh, he was trying to explain himself for everything I said. He had an explanation of what happened. I was like, you're just batshit crazy. I mean, I don't know how else to word it. I think you're, you're psycho. I think that you portrayed yourself horribly. I think you were you were just a terrible person. You were a terrible person to the to your girlfriend. You know, I, I just, I went on and on and on. And But he was in and out of the house. Like, he'd go in the house and, and then he'd go in the car play with the dome light. I mean, wild. He's just crazy. He is well, it's not only that. Like, there, granted, there's no proof that I have that Paul said what he said. There's no proof because the the soap dirt or whatever articles have said what they said. There's no proof, but knowing Paul, it's yeah. Paul. And then he also tried to, and I won't get into detail. Um, when it came to Lucy, um, her biological father is not in her life. He's never met her, and that that was his choice. Um. Paul told me something that was going to happen before it happened. Really? Which, yes. So I know that Paul is here to stir shit up. And, and two days, I want to say maybe the next day, two days later, three days later, what he said was publicized. And I'm I'm not going to say, because I'm, I'm not here to bring all that up it's, again she's six now you know and i'm not going to go into that but like weird how he warned me on something that happened only a couple of days later mm. he's effing crazy he's yeah. nuts and telling me that he's got a a wad of hair from his mom in his pocket in case anyone asks him and then lie and he showed it to me i saw it it was there it was never said on the tell-all the tell-all was a few hours and obviously everyone saw like what 45 minutes of it yeah. um but no one ever asked him to pull it out of his pocket but he was ready and willing <laughs> and um I, I think i killed it the moth is gone. Don't worry. No, it's not. Um, and then, like, telling me that I had, he had, like, a dead something in a jar 
of a baby of him from him and Karina. And I obviously knew that wasn't true, but he was waiting for me to spill that. And I'm like I said, I'm a loyal person. So although I knew it wasn't true, I wasn't about to say that out loud. Yeah. You know, you guys are the only ones, like I said, who have, who have ever heard that ever. It's it's bullshit. It's not true. It's it that that's that's even too crazy for Paul, or is it? I don't know. Right. But it wasn't true. Was, you was know, nothing past no. him. Me either. He's a sociopath. He's nuts. Yeah. But he was waiting for me to spill those to the to the news. You know, just so he can say, "Oh, Rachel said that." Yeah. You know, it, he's he's nuts. He's nuts. I don't know where he is, and I don't care. Yeah. I really <laughs> don't care. Last time I thought. Brazil was some yeah. very young girl. That's he's, what I. He's not with Kareem anymore. Kareem, Kareem. No. No, well, he was. I thought they. I thought they got back together and they were getting custody back of the boys. No. I. I heard that he wasn't in the country. That's what yes. I heard last. Wow. See, he gets some sick thrill off of bad news like he will do whatever he can to be in the news if it's bad news he will be there yeah. as long as his name is out there he sleeps at night like <laughs> yes because he's fucking crazy yeah crazy he is crazy oh he's nuts watching like looking him eye to eye like i, I I felt weird. I felt nervous around him. Like, and he's trying to be nice to me, and I'm like, ew. And just looking him in the eye, I felt scared. You know what I mean? Like, so he's just—he's got that vibe. Rachel, someone asked if you and the British guy are still dating. Do you want to give give any updates? Me and the British guy? Are you still dating? <laughs> John. John? Who's John? No, yeah, John, my husband. Yeah, no, we're still married. Married um, people well, don't date. Married people are just married. Yeah. Oh no, we're not dating because he is still in England. Um, but we uh, we should have an answer after six years of waiting. We should have it. Stop jumping in my bed. We should have an answer now within the next uh, six months or two months, sixty days. So we were talking earlier, and I was wondering if if it's great news, would you like be open to doing like a ninety day diary so everyone can see you guys be reunited? Because we're so invested, we would love yes. to see that. That's actually something like TLC um, has been keeping in touch with us this entire time. What's the news? What's the update? What's the update? And they're only like filming um, update shows on us waiting for the final result um and we're only two months away from an answer and i do feel like they're going to want to film it and those who have waited half a decade right i feel that they deserve an update you know or a season or you know something publicly so if they do want to film if he comes here then yeah by all means like we'll film that like we owe that to everyone who stuck it out the song for sure oh kimberly um panic kimberly wants to say hi to you kimberly from before oh kimberly oh i know kimberly i think yes you do yes kimberly hi i don't go on social media very often so <laughs> i suck at this oh yeah if 
if we could watch the reunited that would be amazing would you be willing to like do another season of like one of the shows or are you only doing like update stuff they've they've only been stringing us along like a carrot in front of a donkey you know for a while like just update shows just to keep us relevant which we can appreciate um i think but happily, they, happily ever after would be a good fit for you guys yes. because literally after all these years you would literally be living happily ever after together i would love to see you guys on that show together so we can finally see you percent and I, I feel like that's been promised to us once if you know if and when because i want to be the optimist here right. when he gets the approval um within the next 60 days um i i do feel like they're gonna want to do a whole new season and it's going to be happily ever after because he'll be here right and then we'll film our lives together and we'll see where it goes from there but yeah no we're we're both more than willing to do another season um if if they'll allow us which i think they will fingers i think crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed i'm yeah. so glad to hear that so yeah, yeah. Kara, be fun. I love that idea on Pillow Talk, you and John. I would love that. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> He'd be like the humorous one, and I'd be the one with the resting bitch face yeah. the entire time. <laughs> That's to be. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you know, just because I hear it all the time, like his sarcastic remarks not that they're not funny but it's constant you know so i'm immune to it and he's just funny to everybody else which is fine but i'm his wife you know and so i'm like <laughs> it could be a lot of fun. so did you watch did you watch this um season of the other way that just aired no, I have to be honest, after being on the show, um, our producer was wonderful. Our first season, she was there with us from the start, and she said, I have to be there the second half on their wedding. Mm -hmm. And they were so amazing that the, the sound guy, all the camera guys, our producer, they all dressed up for our wedding. Mm -hmm. And, and dresses and suit and ties. And although it was behind the scenes, they were our guests because they were like family. They were so, they were amazing. Um, and then after that, we did update shows from there on out and seeing like all these different producers. You know, we never worked with the same producer since. And I was like, ew. They were trying to get us to say things that weren't, I'm not under contract, so <laughs> maybe I can say this, I'm not sure. Um, they were trying to get us to say things that weren't true, you know, or reword things that weren't quite accurate. And I lost interest in the show. Um, I think I watched before the 90 days season three, cause I was on season two. Um, and then after I found out and I'm not going to name any names, but I was, I, I want to say friends with one of them. And after I found out her and her husband were faking the whole thing, I just threw my hands in the air and I said, never again. And I haven't watched a single episode again. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We'll say this. The show has changed so drastically because I've watched from the beginning. And it went from real couples and real situations to staged, recreated situations. There's yes. even been 
people who recreated weddings. Like you said, we're not going to say names, but like got remarried just for the show and they were already married. Like they really yes. changed the authenticity of the show. It's not, not as authentic as it was. And I do miss the earlier seasons because I started watching from the very beginning. I took yes. a huge interest because my dad um, married a woman from the Philippines. And this was like way before the show premiered. So I kind of lived, we like were, and he, she brought over her family and we, we kind of integrated into a, like a blended family. So I knew what it was like. So when the show premiered, I liked seeing authentic representations of what I went through. Right. But like you said, they're not really as authentic as they were at, if at all anymore. Well, it's like when you, when Jerry Springer or Maury came out, it was a real talk show. And then people are like, I can get on TV. And then they make up this whole story. And then it becomes fake and then it becomes dramatic. And then people get their own shows, which I'm not going to say, but you did just talk about them <laughs> before this. Um, and it just becomes fake. People will do anything to be on TV. Like, yeah. granted, I get it because you make a crap ton of money for having your own show. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not about to fake my life. I have kids. I have two kids who are going to see this, and both of them have, and one was on it, you yeah. know? And I, I'm not about to embarrass myself yeah. like that for TV's sake. But people, some people have no shame, and they'll do it anyway. And so after I was on it, because I watched this show from season one, episode one. Before before the 90 Days ever came out, I watched 90 Day Fiance with my mom. And we were like, oh my God, this stuff is crazy. You know, we we're all into it. The drama was exciting. I love dramatic shows. I love it. I watched, I watched Vanderpump Rules. I watched all that stuff. But after I was on it, I, I completely lost interest because it wasn't 90 Day Fiance now. It was before the 90 Days. It was an extended version. And then after that, what were there, 10 season? 10 seasons before I was on the show. And then that was, I was on the second season of this, the, the spawn of the show. And then there was another one. It just got worse and worse. And I was like, no, no more. So no, sadly, I haven't watched a single season after I became friends with one of the girls on um, season three of Before the 90 Days and found out they were all lying about it. And I was like, no, nah, I can't. Like Jerry Springer became a known fake show. Maury became a known fake show. And they got they got tossed because it just became garbage. Right. And I feel like sadly the same is going to happen with this show if people don't start faking it. They don't stop faking yeah. it. I agree with you. We need to talk about Vanderpump rules tomorrow. Don't let me forget. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so sad. That it's like I can't binge watch. I binge watched ten seasons in ten seasons in two months. I was so into it. I've never. <laughs> seen it, so you got to show. I've, no, I've never seen an episode of it. But now that the drama is going on, I'm like pretty well versed. Yeah. It's so good. It. It's so good. And this is being on a reality TV show. I believe every minute I of this show. Now I know when fake drama occurs my own circumstances and the positions that I was asked to be, you know, put in. And I know when, like, fake drama happens and Vanderpump rules, oh, my God, maybe the beginning was a little weird, but as it goes on, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know, you're so 
halfway into it, you're like, oh my God. I binge watched 10 seasons in a month and a half. And I'm mad that I have to wait until Wednesday of this week to watch the reunion again. I'm mad. I'm invested. It's a three part too, right? Yes. Yeah. I have never never watched a reunion where I have to wait another week. I've watched it oh, like back to back to back. And this is why I don't do this weekly crap. Yeah. I have no patience for this. I agree. I am angry. Sorry. Yeah, so, so what else are you watching? Like what other reality TV other than Vanderpump? Because I know you love reality TV. So what else is like something that you love? I... I'm well, okay, so I work from home. So on my computer, I'll watch something. I'm weird. Okay, so let me explain myself. (laughs) When I'm on my computer, I'll watch whatever I can find. And then I do a lot of um, diamond art kits. You know, I used to do paint by numbers. And now I do like diamond by numbers, if you will. Um, So I have two different shows going at the same time. Okay. Oh, because then I, yeah, I know it's weird. It's weird, but I work from home and I'm alone a lot. It's fine. So when I'm at my computer, I'll find like a documentary on Netflix, but when I'm doing my um, diamond art nowadays, I'm watching below deck. Oh yeah. That's good. Yes. So I'm only on, um, I realized that I didn't start from the beginning just yesterday, Oh, but that's fine. So that's fine. No, I got like, I got into, I, I realized there's below deck Mediterranean, below deck yacht, below deck sailing, and I didn't realize that, you know, but I'm on below deck sailing yacht, and I, I watched the first season, and now I'm on season two, and then I'll I'll backtrack later. Nice. Yeah. It's good. I know. Yeah, yeah it's a good show. I love it. It is good. It is. And that's the way we all have to do it. Working from home, just put some trash TV on and get no work done. And oh, I get lots of work done, especially when I'm watching TV. I'm I, like into it, I'm typing away at the yeah. same time. Like, I, <laughs> TV, if it's something that's just in the background, but if something grabs my attention, boy, it's on. I gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah. putting a TV on in a room with me is a way to get me to be non-productive. <laughs> Like, it has to be shut off because I will get so wrapped up in the TV, I can't concentrate on anything else because... That's when I, I started watching Love Island. I watch these junk TV shows because I don't actually have to pay attention to the show. It's not like someone gives a side eye and that means something. And if you miss the side eye, like, you're screwed, you know, like... So I used to watch a lot of Love Island while I was working, but that's just the same crap all the time. So I stopped watching that for a while. Um, so I watch things that I don't actually have to pay attention to and it just distracts me, you know, but it's entertaining to listen to as I'm typing away, I guess. (laughs) I watched alone and that is, I didn't think I'd get into that, but the first episode, it is so good. So good. Yeah. If I get invested. Best and I'll stop typing and I'll just sit because I have two monitors. Yeah. And so like one's playing on the left and I'm working on the right. So if I get distracted, I can't watch that while I'm working. Nope. <laughs> so I have watch to find that. my junk TV shows. Have you watched The Mole? Yes. Good I like so good. It's so good. I love that show. I don't. 
Yeah. I don't know what these shows are. I feel like I don't know what's going on. Don't but... Watch Love Island. That's that's corny. Okay. It's the same thing every okay. time. But Love is Love is Blind and um, what's the other one? Oh God. Ah. Help me, Kara. Help me. Um, Love is Blind. U.S. You don't want to watch the Japan one oh, and all of that. Oh, oh no. That's what I was going to say. Not, yeah, no, Love is Blind U.S. is fine, but, um, <sighs> Married at First Sight. Yes. Not, okay. not the U.S. version. Gross. Don't, no, no. Australia is the best. U.K. comes second. See, I didn't like Married at First Sight. I made it, like, four episodes in that one. Which but one? In the Married at First Sight U.K.? Really? I like the Australian one. That one's great. The Australian one is that that wins. Like there's top. Yeah, for sure. UK is is second, but the the, the US one is just like it drags out. If you want a show to talk about though, it's it's going to be um not just not their fiance because they have so many different like spawns of the show that you'll always have something to talk about, but married at first sight, Australia and UK. Right. It's, it's dramatic. It's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm actually thinking of doing um a true crime. Yeah. Ooh, um, yes. That's right up my alley. And, um, <laughs> someone from this past season, someone's, son from this past season of the other way said that they want to do it with me and they're in law enforcement so they're gonna like getting to do on him so yeah so right, right? <laughs> but he's in law enforcement so he's gonna bring the stories and then we'll talk about it and we just get to yeah That's i want to be there so bad fun. <laughs> yeah of course of course like i don't know anything about true crime like i've never even really listened to it I, I have watched like documentaries, so this isn't up my alley, but somebody brought it up to me and I was like, well, I want to talk about it. Like, I want to like, because I was thinking of doing one where it would be like called the judge and the jury where we will analyze a case and kind of like figure mm -hmm. out who done it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, mm -hmm. we'll spend some time talking about the evidence and then we can like think of like, it'll be called like the judge and the jury and we'll determine who did it, why they did it, you know, and just come up with our own like theory. There's there is I'm a, a show called theories. Yeah. Oh, me too. There's a show called um, Guilty or Innocent or Accused or Innocent or something like that on ID. Yeah. And where you never know the answer of whether they're guilty or not. And and you can find out like at the end of the series at end of the show, it's it's always one case per show. There's story, I think it's one case per show. But they they come to terms with whether they're charged or not, but it's so wishy-washy. You really can't tell wow. whether they're guilty or innocent. And that'd be a great topic. Yeah. Hey, yes. I, I love that. I like the idea of like trying to figure out if someone did it based on like outside, like you can't ask yes. them questions. You can't know anything about them. You just can see physical evidence. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, that would be a fun podcast. Like we can pick a case and like it could be probably something that's in the news now or something old and then we can just like find everything we can on it and just like discuss like Ooh. And then everybody and then like maybe we could have a hat and everyone puts a name and have who they think guilty or innocent you know and then at the end we reveal who was right and who was wrong something like that. oh i so love like, that 
I love that so much. You just touched my soul right now. <laughs> my dad, yeah, I, dad and I, like, my best friend of 28 years has always been into, like, forensics and, like, murders and crimes and stuff. And, like, I'm now into that, like, as of, I don't know, how old am I, 39, um, 20 years ago. And my dad and I are into it. Like, so we all understand each other. We're not crazy. We don't want to kill people. But it's just, like, yes. it's fascinating topic, right. you know? And and I don't know. We just get, like, a kick out of, like, why? Yes. And how? And it's so weird. And, like, you read into the court cases and the, these books and stuff. And it's so fascinating. Also, side note, ghosts. Ghosts. All day long with me. Yeah. She has ghosts. Like the ghosts in your house? No, I don't. But I am like obsessed with the paranormal. Really? Oh my gosh. You don't believe it. I was going to say I love ghosts, um, like the paranormal, but I was like, y'all might probably think I'm weird or something, but I don't know. No, 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 no. I love stuff like that. I'm obsessed. And like, okay, here's the thing. If I had a choice to see ghosts, I'd be like 1000% yes. Just not in my house and not where I'm sleeping. Right. Okay. But anywhere else, <laughs> please, yes. Well, you know, but I'm, I'm sure that's me, not how let, it works. Let me tell y'all a little story. Okay. The, true story. Okay. True story. All right. Um, you know, I don't, I, I know George, you and Karen know that, you know, I was raised in Mexico on and off. In Mexico. Well, over there, you see a lot of stuff. A lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll never forget, um, you know, I because I never believed in witches or anything else. I, they really exist. They really do. Well, um, one night, we were coming down the mountain. We were going down to the store. The, the nearest store was, like, probably about 20 minutes at the bottom of the mountain. And we were going down in the car, and there was this lady standing. There was, like, apple trees everywhere. And at the very, very top of the mountain, I was told that, you know, two sisters live up there. But there were witches. And I was like, whatever. You know, witches don't, they don't exist. Well, let me tell you something. Whenever we was going down to, to the store, um, I seen this lady. She had a beautiful, beautiful white dress on. And and all of a sudden they were like, um, start saying um start saying the Lord's Prayer, start saying the Lord the Lord's Prayer and turn the lights on bright. And this lady, she jumps on top of our car, she turns into a huge, like eagle looking like bird. And she was like screaming, but the scream I'm talking about is it, it sounded like fingernails on a chalkboard kind of scream. And she was trying to rip the roof off of, off of the car. I have seen where we're walking down in like, there was what we called the, the headless horseman. The headless horseman exists. I've seen it. That's crazy. Nobody believes me. You <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've seen it in Mexico. I'm I'm serious. Yes, that's it, it's, like, and it's, it's funny because my my husband is well, John. He's he's so like if it's if if it's not proof, 
He doesn't exist. He's so close-minded. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you explain this? You know, and I would tell him my situation. And he's like, I don't know, you, you're tired, you know? And I'm like, but my mom and I saw it at the same time. You know, like, there, yeah. sometimes there's just no, and I'm not going to go into it yet, because if you want to do a podcast about it, then yeah. we'll save those stories yeah. for another time. But it's like, how how do you explain things that multiple people have seen at the same yeah. time? You know what I mean? Like, I know that people don't believe in ghosts, and I know that people don't believe in aliens, you know, and that's that's fine. It's, it's hard to believe. I don't believe in Bigfoot, but people do. You know, and it's hard to see. If I saw Bigfoot walking around, then I'd believe in him, but I don't. Is you know it, what I mean? But. Huh? Is that why you want to come to Portland? So no, because. Portland has rain and I like the waters in your blood. I live in New Mexico. Our monsoon season is 10 minutes of rain if you're lucky. It's horrible. I hate it here. Well, I hate it so much. I, I do believe in ghosts. Um, when I was a kid, the house that we lived in, it did have ghosts and it actually had a demon in it. Because yeah. it's really interesting because we were very religious growing up. My mom was religious. We went to church like four or five times a week. And I was in the living room. My, I was on the couch. My mom was on the other couch. We were sleeping in the living room. I'm not sure why. I think we were watching TV. And my mom starts like, like, you know how someone sounds when they can't breathe and they're gasping for air? She starts making like these gasping sounds. And she's like laying down and her arms are like flipping around and everything. And I'm like, What's wrong? And she can't talk. Like she's looking at me and she's getting, oh. but she couldn't talk. And all of a sudden, she just is normal. Her arms go down and she's like, there was a demon on me and it was like choking me. And I couldn't see it. But she was like, it's like choking me. And I was like, well, why would it do that? And she was like, I don't know. But she said, I said the Lord's name three times and it let go. Wow. It and that was like real it's is real it was insane to me because i was like eight or nine yeah. and my mom is like the most she doesn't believe anything like outside of the church especially so, as a religious person like right. to believe in that stuff is very like sinful and against the right. rules and sense. yeah so I'm now like, it's insane because she wouldn't lie to me. Like she doesn't lie right. at all. Like my mom is never Especially lied. as a religious person, why would you say something that's frowned upon to say? Exactly. Which I, I find it so funny because the more that I talk about ghosts, the more I hear stories like yours, which only confirms my creepiest story, which my best friend of 28 years is a witness to in a sense and i'll just say this if you want to talk about this again later i'd be happy to say it but her i was in i was 18 19 years old in the apartment my best friend and her boyfriend were sleeping in the living room and i went to my bedroom it was a one-story apartment and so i went to sleep and i closed my eyes and i felt this vibration in the back of my neck and i was like ugh, ugh. You know, and I shook it off, and, I, and, I, and I, when I closed my eyes, I saw this triangular face. It was flat head. It was a triangle, flat head, and then triangle chin. And it had black eyes and, like, a mouth. And I was like, nope, nope. And so I opened my eyes, and that's when I felt the, the vibration at the same time. And I opened my eyes, and I'm going to sound like a crazy person for everyone who's watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I have a witness. And so I was like, nope. So I opened my eyes and I focused on my dresser and all the door handles because that's, you know, all the doorknobs and the knobs. And that's what I wanted to focus on because this triangular, it was a white face with black eyes and a slit for a mouth. And I was like, no, no, no. So I opened my eyes and I focused on my dresser and, you know, counted the door, the, the knobs, closed my eyes. The second I closed my eyes again, I, um, I saw the triangular face, but it smiled. And it went from, imagine the tri triangle, I only have one hand, um, it went up to each tri triangular cheek and the eyes were open. And the vibration on the back of my neck took over my entire body. And I could not move. And it was like the creepiest thing. And I was like trying to move and I couldn't. My whole body was shaking and it freaking smiled at me. And I was like trying to scream, knowing my friends were in my living room. Right. Eventually, I, I got like somehow the, the energy or whatever to say, leave me alone. Get out of my house. And it stopped. It just stopped. And I thought, I'm fucking losing my mind. <laughs> I went to sleep. And that was it. I just went to sleep. I got up the next morning, bid my friends farewell. They went to their house. Um, it was my friend, her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's dad. They lived separately in a house. So they went to sleep. Um, after that, like, of course, if I mention this, people are going to think I'm nuts. So I didn't say anything to them that morning. They went to bed, you know, at their house the following night. And I thought, no, that was too real. So the following morning, the night after that, that morning after that, I called her and I said, hey, I just have a question. I said, um, did you hear me screaming in my sleep? Because I yelled, leave me alone, get out of my house, like yelled it. No one said anything the next morning. So I thought, sure, I'm nuts, you know. So anyway, the next night passed, and I asked her, I said, did you hear me screaming anything in my sleep when you were here? She said, why? Did something weird happen to you, too? I didn't tell her anything. I asked, did you hear me screaming in my sleep? And she said, why? Did something weird happen to you, too? And I said, what happened to you? And she said, a white face. And she described the vibration she couldn't move. She was paralyzed. She had her eyes open, trying to reach for the dog in her bed, but couldn't move. And eventually, she was released of whatever it was, stood up, went straight to the hallway. Oh, I have goosies. Her boyfriend's dad was in the hallway, dripping sweat. And she said, Ronnie, what's wrong? And he said, a white face. Wow. Like, it followed them to their house wow. so i i have a witness this is my best friend of 28 years and yeah she damn well remembers all of this wow so i'm not crazy it followed her home whatever it was like yeah weird things happened she couldn't move she couldn't reach for the dog she you know nothing and her boyfriend's dad was experiencing experiencing the same thing the night after crazy crap crazy oh weren't you the did you have like lights and stuff going on in your house randomly and doors opening? No, that's my cat. <laughs> in this house? In this? Are you talking about mine? My house? Well, we were all, all talking, but I don't remember who it was. There were like, because I said that happened with my prior. 
we were talking about just the random light doors being just just off the wall. I don't remember what it happened to, but it was like going on without the same time. Mm, not for me. I don't know who it was. Yeah. I know my cat starts freaking out at night. This one. <laughs> yeah. She, she's the culprit. And she slams my bathroom door and then opens it again. It's not like latched and she opens it, but the apartment before we lived here, my oldest, Ella, I was like, go clean the bathroom. That's her, that's her chore. And what was she 10 at the time? Um, and she was on the couch curled up under a blanket and I was like, go clean your bathroom. She's like, okay, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then, um, later I go into her bathroom and cause she had cleaned it and there's a long hallway with all the bedroom doors and the bathroom is at the end of the hallway. And I was in the bathroom and I see her walk past me and then go into her room. And I was like, Ella, you did a great job in your bathroom. And she didn't say anything to me. I was like, Ella, Ella, you know, so I said nothing I'm like rude. So I went into her room and she's not there. I was like, this little girl's hiding from me. I'm looking under her bed. I literally saw her walk in there. I'm looking under her bed and her closet, nothing. I'm like, Ella. And I go out to the living room and she's still curled up under her, under her blanket on the couch, which is the complete opposite way. She's always said she hated her room. She had the biggest room in the apartment, hated it. She always felt uncomfortable. And I see a girl her size walk into her room and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I so, didn't tell her until after we left, yeah. you know, after we moved. So she, but did she never see the girl? Uh, oh, oh, wow. She just always felt uncomfortable. I'm like, why? Yeah. You've got the biggest room in here. Like this apartment was like a mini house. It was so cute. The only thing small was like the kitchen. Is an apartment. You know, everything else was, it was just so homey and so comfortable. And I never felt weird vibes for someone who has been, you know, and seen things and been through things. I, I never felt weird. She's like, I don't like my room. I don't like my room. I'm like, you're weird. If my room didn't have a bathroom, I would take her room, yeah. you know? Loved her room. She hated it. She's like, I don't like it in there. I don't like it. And I saw this girl walk into her room. And I was like, what? And then when she, like, not that long after, because her dad and I share 50-50 custody, um, Ella was at her dad's, and Lucy was in the kitchen pointing at the window like up going Ella 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 when she was a toddler like a little thing pointing at the kitchen I was like nope, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nope. That's and it was shortly after I saw oh, god there's that moth again <laughs> the one you already oh. killed yeah. I thought I didn't I was just hanging out Bring it back. Lucy, can you tell me? it's the ghost you know what ghost my cat we have this weird infestation, and I saw something on TikTok about people in Colorado having this infestation of moths, and I was like, ill. And then the very next day, moths everywhere. Speaking of TikTok, everybody that has TikTok, go follow Rachel Walters 01. We're trying to get her to 1,000 so we can go live on there. That's me. Oh, yeah. Rachel Walters 01. Sometimes I post funny videos. You post. You post. That's great, Anna. Thank you. What I'm cooking for dinner that night. <laughs> you decide what I'm eating more than I do. 
Also, I found a really nice burrito recipe. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we posting? Super simple. Not tonight. <laughs> I will, though, because yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's so funny. How often, oh, I wonder what Rachel posted, and then I'll go check, and I'm like, oh, we're having chicken. Nothing. We're having chicken. <laughs> I only posted two. Sometimes I'm just like mac and cheese. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's delicious. I think I killed it now, ladies and gentlemen. I think I killed them off. I think it's gone. Keep your ponytail. But yeah, so I've seen like my mom and I, when we lived in Florida, my mom and I, I don't know how to, like, make this without drawing it out. But we were watching TV. The TV was – so we're sitting on the couch, okay, right, right where we are right now. Ah! Lucy, don't do that. And then the TV is to our left, so we're looking at the TV like this, right? There's a hallway this way. You making this out in your head? <laughs> so we're on the couch. TV's here. Hallway's here. Um. So the couch was lined up with the hallway, basically. And my mom was on my left. And we're watching TV. And I see someone walking down the hallway. And I turn. My mom turns at the same exact time. And I was like, uh, Mom, why'd you look down the hallway? She goes, oh, I just thought I saw someone walking. How do you explain that? I'm not tired. My mom was there next to me at the same time we turned her head. I didn't tell her what I saw. I said, why'd you look down the hallway? Oh, I just thought I saw someone walking. Like, how could you be so naive to say there isn't something else out there? Oh, there is. The, there the, is. The, the ignorance of some people. <laughs> yeah, in, in my old house, I just bought this house, but in my old house, um, there was a ghost that it never interacted with me ever. Like it never bothered me. It would actually like, it was always walking up and down the stairs. We had like, stairs. there was like stairs that went up and then there was another here. And then they went up this way. So you would go up this set and then there was another set to go up the rest of the way. And I always saw it on the bottom section of the stairs. There was a window right here and a mirror and a closet. And I would always see this guy, like just wandering up and down, wandering up and down. And it was like an older gentleman. So I'm assuming like, he lived in the house. So I spoke to the people who I bought the house from. And she was like, oh, well, my dad passed away, but not in the house. And I was like, well, why is he in the house? It doesn't make sense to me. So I was just like, <laughs> he would never interact. Like, I would literally be walking down the stairs. He'd be walking up the stairs. We'd walk past each other. He wouldn't even acknowledge me. Almost like he didn't know I was there. But they call that something. They call it, um, help me out if you know it. Like, um... It just happens whether you're there or not. Yeah, like he never, like I could be sitting on the in the living room where the stairs are watching TV and he would just walk by. What's like not, never would bother me ever. Never tried to communicate mm -hmm. with me. Never tried to scare me. Nothing. And I think the weirdest part about it was I would see him in the daytime and at night. Yeah. Doing That's the same the thing? Yeah. Right. The same, doing the same thing, just going up and down the stairs. I never saw him anywhere else in the house. What's that word? There's a word for it where it's just um, uh, not, oh, <laughs> I watch so many ghost shows. I should know this. It's not um, an intellectual, or no, that's not the word either. It's, 
it's it's well there's a word for it but it they'll do it whether you're there or not and it's it's the same repeating it's a memory or an energy you know that just repeats itself so it's not necessarily i mean not necessarily a soul it's more the energy of the soul that just keeps reoccurring not um if anyone's um watching it, it what's the word comment please because i'm gonna lose it if i don't find the word a residual a residual haunting oh okay yeah because so, i wasn't enough for me to like sell the house and jump ship because it, it just yeah. didn't bother me and i mean yeah. at first when i first moved in it caught me off guard because i was home by myself um the lights were off i was watching tv and i was facing the stairs and i saw him come down but then when you turned to come into the room with me, he disappeared. And I, I was just like, whoa. And I jumped up and I ran. I looked in, I looked, I opened the closet door and nothing was there. Mm. It kind of guard, but it would never come anywhere near me. Like I, if I was in that room, it would only walk down the stairs, disappear, walk up the stairs, disappear. Like you're saying, it wouldn't do anything right. else. Right. Whether you're there or not a residual haunting will do that all the time it's, and oh what are they called an intellectual it says it's a, a like a replay of past events that just keep right. happening exactly whether you're there or not it, it will do it then there's the um i don't think i'm using the right word again but like the intellectual haunting will interact with you you know because they're they're they know what they're oh what time is it 10 yeah my brain's <laughs> shutting down it's <laughs> it's um a uh, they're intellectual they're they're interactive you know they they're in the moment it's not a repeated history thing and so they can interact with you that sort of thing yeah and there's a difference between residual and re residual intelligent poltergeist intelligent thank you and residual and intelligent okay human in, in human what is and human is demon oh in human okay that's what that's what was in the house because my mom said that it had like a face of a dog and it had like horns but only she Ew. could see it i didn't see anything Ew. there was absolutely nothing there that she said that it had like it had wings and she said mm -mm. the face of a dog and then it had like two horns no thank and you she said it was like this on said, top of her. this is exactly no. the thing george this says uh blah 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 it the inhuman hauntings refer to any hauntings caused by something that never walked the earth as a human so this would include angelic animals elemental hauntings um angelic animal hauntings uh, you know, so like anything that like you're describing with the horns, yeah, that's inhuman. That's what that's you can people sometimes summon them too. Like if they have seances and just summon like any spirit, you know, if you will, you can bring things that weren't ever alive. Yeah, you can just bring like weird, creepy crap. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Luckily, I'm I've just glad I never saw it. I yeah. never, and it never bothered me. Like it only it bothered my mom a couple of times, but and I never even saw it. So I was just so glad because I don't know as a kid if I would have been able to handle that. No, that 
much. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah, that was way too much for me. I would have slept yeah. outside in the grass. Like, I would have <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Even though, like, I'd feel safer with the coyotes out in my backyard than some dog with horns walking around my house. No. <laughs> well, I have, no, I have, I've definitely seen quite a few things in my lifetime, too. Yeah, so. I mean, he jumped on the hood of your car, I can imagine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't believe in this. I didn't believe in stuff like that until I started seeing it with my own two eyes. And then I, I was like so addicted and they'd be like, oh, well, um, let's go. Um, there was like um, a bridge and like the little town that we lived in. And at midnight, you could hear babies crying. And it's what it was. Women that um, that didn't want their babies, they would take their babies and leave them there. It had like a little... Uh, like a little stream at the bottom of the, the river. And you could go at midnight and be really, really quiet and you could hear babies crying. Oh we could go to, like, I'm, I can tell you all kinds of stuff that I've, that I've seen that is, it would blow your mind. It's like, but yeah. I think out of everything, because you know, whenever you're growing up, you always hear about the headless horseman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so whenever you actually see it, you're like, wow, the headless horseman actually exists. Right. So, yeah, it's, I can tell you all kinds of stories. I've seen yeah, a lot of stuff. We're going to have to write down some stuff and then do some podcasts and just talk about yeah. stuff. Like each story and how to like research it and then break down like information, like the way that you were identifying like intellectual and like we should. The residual. Break. Yeah. yeah. There's, see, here's how I know my senior year in high school, I graduated in 2002. My senior year of high school, I was obsessed with ghosts. So here we are 2023. So it's been what? 13 years. <laughs> Wait, when did I graduate? Wait, how old am I? Hold on. <laughs> 23? I'm sorry, what? 23. Oh, good lord. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay, so I'm older than I thought. Okay, so I graduated in 2002. <laughs> and my senior year. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. I keep trying to change it in my head, but it, it's not working. Still the same. 2002. God. Um, I did a senior project, which was like 80 something percent of your final grade and I did it on ghosts because I was fascinated because I had already seen things at the age of 18 19, you know 17 however old I was 19 and I even looked into um I, I got so deep that I found out that Einstein even tried to come up with a device to capture ghosts Einstein of all people so how the smartest man on the earth that has ever existed believed in spirits, you know, or the supernatural. Caper, Olive, I'm sorry, my cats look like, um, was trying to prove ghosts and EVP, which is electro uh, voice phenomenon. You know, he, he was trying to create something to get in contact with ghosts. And I got a 90, 96.8% grade. Wow. which was amazing. And I, I converted non-believers, you know, in my presentation and stuff. But I, I dug so deep into that project that it's like I, I converted people. And I learned a lot, you know, and not about like um, 
<coughs> intelligent and residuals yet at that point, but like there there is a whole history on that stuff, and even Einstein mm-hmm. knew about it. So how how can you not think like they don't exist just because you haven't seen it? Yeah. You know, my husband is a non-believer. <laughs> Fine, fair, but he's in England of all places, which is, and he likes to excuse me um he likes to point out how america is not as old as england and he's so proud of it you know um but he's british anyway um but yeah he just doesn't believe in ghosts and like uh, the the energy or the residual energy you know or any of that like it doesn't have to be a ghost it would just be energy you could walk somewhere and feel the energy of something doesn't have to be a spirit you know what i mean but he's he's not that like in tune with that he's so close-minded and i get it because so many people are but unless you experience something there is literally no explanation yeah yeah then you can't really understand it so yeah that that's a whole conversation i can go on for hours you should definitely (laughs) talk about these stories though in depth though i think it would be really fun yeah just to like do a podcast and get like the details of each one like and then do some research on like what type of ghost it was what type of haunting it was and then try to do like you know a little more in depth on it because i feel like a lot of people are interested in it and even people who don't believe in it still like to hear the stories i've learned Mm -hmm. I've learned that mm-hmm. people like to hear ghost stories even if they don't believe in it. So it's like it's still a conversation that people are always tapping into. For sure. For sure. Because it's, it's like that mystery, you know? It's not talking about politics where things are factual or in paper, you know? It's just, it's just this mystery phenomenon. And people yeah. are intrigued whether they believe it or not. They're still, like, in tune with it. Because you can't prove it's real, but you can't prove it it's not real at the same time you can't there's no way one way or the other well there's i used to no way. i used to feel like that in school when i was taking science because i was i went to christian school and we were always taught that god created us and then i went to my last year of school i switched to like a lutheran school so i went to a seven day adventist school and then i finished out with a lutheran school and i actually got to learn about um, evolution and science, because they wouldn't teach us that in Seventh-day Adventist mm-hmm. school, we weren't supposed to. And I, I was like, how is it that we just appear here? I was like, we would have to believe, you know, you would have to believe in God, you know, you'd have to believe in creation. I was like, there's people who don't believe in that. So where do they think we came from? And then that's when I started right. digging. And I learned about evolution and the big boom. And I was like, none of this stuff is provable. You have to just believe it. Like, you have to choose what you believe, and then you have to choose that it's accurate. You have to choose that it's real. And I was like, we all believe different things, and we all have our reasons for believing different things, but we can't really, like you said, prove it or deny it. We can't, it's just up to you to believe in your mind, because I was like, I don't know, because after I turned old enough to get out of the church, because more of a cult. I got out of it and I started like doing my own research on life and I've, I've learned a lot of stuff that I thought was real and true was not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I got older, I just started questioning everything. And I was just like, I Good do believe you. in ghosts. I do believe in this stuff. And I do, even though I was raised that it wasn't real, I was raised that it, it's not possible. I, I've... 
most of my life thinking I knew things that I didn't and I just felt like I learned and adapted to accepting the fact that there's other things going on because a right. lot of people are like well there's no aliens I was like so you think that we're the only life form <laughs> on this planet you really believe that like we have there are so many okay we have only explored 10% of our ocean right. on our own planet. Yeah. You think we've explored everything in infinite space? Yeah. We are still you know discovering species to this day that we haven't discovered yet. On yeah. the planet where we lived for hundreds and hundreds, I mean, if you want to get into evolution, thousands and thousands of years. And we are still discovering new species to this day. They're going in the yeah. ocean and they're pulling up fish and, and things that they've never seen before. I think yeah. that's crazy. I just got a notification, what, today or yesterday, that they found new species in the ocean? Yeah. So, and this is our planet. Now imagine, what, we have, what, nine planets? What, Pluto's not a planet anymore, okay, eight, whatever. But what, the inf space goes on forever, which, by the way, space creeps me the hell out because you can't breathe and you float all the time and it just goes on forever yeah we don't know what's out there we can't even explore our own waters and yeah. people think there's no other life form how would we be the only life source out there? what would make us the only living things in this universe why would it why would why? we be the only ones because if you believe in the bang theory that would have created several different forms of life in different parts of the universe. We wouldn't have just been the only place that life popped up on. So I don't even yeah. know how people really believe it. Like, well, there's no such thing as aliens. And I'm like, well, why? We're basically aliens. If we were the only living thing in the whole aliens. universe, wouldn't that make us aliens? Yes. Right? We could be aliens. There could be other life form out there thinking that we don't exists yes exactly it's just yeah. it's mind-blowing and it's like you can't even put your head to wrap around it because if you think of all the different types of identified species in the world other than humans it's insane yeah like i go outside i live in florida now i go outside and i see lizards like this big in my driveway and the other day they had some um sandhill cranes birds in my yard and i'm thinking like good god what is this like all of these <laughs> different species that i didn't even see because i lived in ohio so i was like these are all brand new species to me period and right and they mutate as well like i right. live in the desert i grew up in florida too i saw banana spiders those are not okay no all right they're, they're the size of my hand with pointy claws those things should all die they're, they are the spawns of Satan. If there's a Satan, they are the spawns. And wasps. I hate wasps and their dangly legs. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> then there are bugs here, beetles with horns, you know, things that you never knew existed. And then they mutate, become something else. Like, yeah, I don't know. it's insane. Just crazy. So it, it's just, it's stupid to say that I know for a fact that there's this and there's there's that. Or there's a God. There's no God. Like, you don't know for a fact of anything. Exactly. That's exactly true. We yeah. know nothing. Every yeah. what we think we know is based on our personal belief. Mm -hmm. There's no way to prove mm -hmm. anything either direction. Exactly. It's just what you believe. Yes. Yeah. 
my grandmother was an avid Christian. Like she was like always trying to convert me and I'm not a Christian, but I, I was agnostic. Like I believe in a higher power, but I don't know what that power is, but I'm not stupid. Like I, I, I would pray to the universe or man, try to manifest something. You know what I mean? Like I know there's something out there greater than me, mm-hmm. but I would not call it God. You know, I, I'm not going to be in a, um, a religion of any sense, but my grandmother really was. And when she died, I cried a lot because she died and she was my best friend. But I also cried because I really wanted her to find what she always thought existed. Do you know what I mean? I wanted her to find her God or her happily ever after. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's there and I can't ask her can't call her now and say, Hey, Grammy, how is it? I can't do that. And so it just made me sad. Like, but I I do feel like you will in the end meet what you you believe exists. You know, and I I do believe it's one thing, call it what you want. You know how many religions are out there and everybody believes their religion is the only one. Yeah. It's a high, power whatever it is I don't feel like there's a, a real name for it for me anyway and for those who believe it's one thing like be it so be it that's fine but I don't know I just I just feel like you can't say that's a fact or not yeah yeah it is. you know what I mean so, so and that's a fact no. It is a fact you can't come back. My grandma, you can't come back and say, hey, Rachel, guess what, honey bunch? Jesus is real. She can't say that to me. You know, and I, I just I just hope she found what she always wanted to. Yeah. And that's, that's what I can hope for. Yeah. And if people believe in Buddha, I hope they find Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever it is. Danielle. I, I do believe in a higher power, but I don't think there's one name for it. Because everybody's got a name for it. Yeah. Everybody. There's so many different religions and different names for it. But I, I, that's why I call myself agnostic because I believe in higher power and I call it the universe. Like call it what you will. Like maybe that's like so mundane, like so neutral. But I, I do feel like that's, I don't know. Maybe it's not the universe. Just call it whatever. <laughs> There's something out there, but you can't really say it's real or it's not. Yeah. Like aliens. You can't say they're real or they're not like ghosts. You can't say they, they do or don't. There's no proof that they do. There's no proof that they don't. Yeah. But the fact that we're here in a universe where there's no oxygen yeah. shows that something bigger than us mm-hmm. is Because technically, we shouldn't be here. You know, so right. there has to be something bigger going on. Other and what is it? Yeah. Yeah. But no one can say for sure. No one can say that. When you die, okay, you can say that. But can you relate? Can you, like, give it? Give us that info? No. <laughs> We're all so it's like, yeah. like a crazy dream, you know, which I've had dreams after my grandmother passed. But she didn't tell me if God was real. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. Um. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And so I do feel like souls, we are, um, what do they call us? Like, um, what do they call our bodies? Like, um, 
um, capsule, like um, a vessel, a vessel for our soul, where our souls are just living in our flesh. You know, we are not who we look like. We are just souls in a body. And when, when people pass away, oddly, I have dreams sometimes even before they pass away that they're ready to pass away. And it's just like, after so many things, how can you not believe in an afterlife? Whether that be ghosts, whether that be like family, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, you'd be dumb to not think something else goes on after you pass. Yeah. Yeah. It's I agree. And I love it. And that's why I'm so intrigued. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right, guys. I got to head off. Got to get up early in the morning. Yes, same here. This was fun, though. So, yeah, let's um, reconvene. And let's talk about um, getting together and doing some podcasts. So that would be fun. And these topics, I think, are perfect. I've always been talking about trash reality TV. And I feel like this is... No really- more. Yeah, this- no, that's way all going. More. You said trash reality. Well, guess what? It's going in the trash. Yeah. yeah, this is way more interesting. I feel like this exercises your mind, and I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yes. More yes, reality. I'm down for it anytime. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I can't wait. I want to hear all the crazy stories, especially yours, BD, because you've seen you've seen way more than I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. The one story you I have seen me, a lot of crazy stuff. Yes, and if you you don't see it with your two eye on two eyes, you would be like, no way. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot. That's gonna be fun. All right, this was fun. Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us tonight. Thank it was a it was a fun conversation, and I'm glad that you got to clear those things up. Yeah. Those yes. things yes. that were said about you, vile, vicious, untrue things, and I'm glad that you were able to clear that up. Well, yeah. thank you for allowing me to do so it's been five six years of of me being a diva and, I, and i'm not so i appreciate you letting me um explain my my story this time of course finally of course and no one believed you were a diva no one did no. <laughs> i'm not a diva look at me look. <laughs> i'm not a diva <laughs> all right guys have a great night we'll talk real soon thanks everybody for watching by the way thanks for watching us for full on and Bye. if you like this, we plan on doing this again. So talk to you guys really soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.